Previously on a gay and a non-gay. I'm not gay, but e- equally... Well, that's fine. Equally, I don't wear hats anymore, right? And I don't want to be defined as... I don't want this show to be called a, a gay and a non-hat wearer. Because it's like... <laughs> it's you know, not the same thing. E- equally, I, I, don't, I don't watch Paramount Comedy how Channel. You, I, I don't want to be called, have... defined by someone who doesn't watch Paramount Comedy. How or... do you have a girlfriend? Let alone oh, my best friend. Brett, that, what that's, the hell? That's a mystery to us all. I have no but... idea. <laughs> a gay and a non-gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple. Except they're not. Hi, welcome to the podcast. This is a gay and a non-gay. I'm Dan Hudson. I'm non-gay. Uh, he's James Barr. I think everyone knows. <laughs> well, some people. This might be a this might be a debut listen for some you know, people. Every James. time we meet anyone, like for a meeting or even just friends, and we tell them about the podcast, they will always reply with, "Oh, which one's which?" Like yeah. in, in a it's, like as a joke. It, okay, like, oh well, yeah, which one's the gay one? Like they think it's obvious. I don't think it's obvious. You take, and I quote, low-key offence to people assuming that you're gay. No, so I sh- don't. Sh- should I take low-key fen- offence to people thinking that I'm not gay? <laughs> yes. In, in that I think setup. you should. I think you should, yeah. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. I've mentioned it in numerous situations, and people say something like, oh, I won't ask you which one you are. And I can tell they're like gagging to yeah, ask. That's, that's true. Wait, so when you talk about the podcast, they say, "I say, oh, I mean, I do this podcast called a gay and a non-gay." So to me, they say, "Oh, I wonder which one's which," as a joke, meaning that they know I'm the gay one, right? And to you, they say, "What?" Oh, I won't ask you which one. No, I won't ask you which one you are. The point that we missed that you're missing here is I don't think they think they've assumed that I'm the non-gay one. They've genuinely got no idea. Really. Yes, really, because without you, these these people that haven't listened to the podcast don't know who you are. They don't know who necessarily I am, really. Okay. I don't really know which side of the fence I'm on here. I don't know whether I am low-key offended by being referred to as the gay one or whether I'm fiercely proud of being referred to as the gay one. I generally say, oh, if both of us were here, it would be obvious, and then don't really... Why? Well, because I don't really have to... Well, actually, I do take offence to that. Why? Because you're saying that if I were there as well, they'd know I was the gay one. When we're together... It's probably obvious, but without you there, it's not obvious that I'm okay, a, a non-gay. You're, you're saying it's obvious because I'm obviously gay. No, I think. Oh, you w- think obviously we are both a I, gay and a non-gay? Uh, yes, I think obvi- next to each other, I think it's obvious. Oh, and right. if you alluded to okay. that about thirty seconds ago, anyway. No, I know I did, but I don't. Like I said, I don't know which side of the fence I'm on, so I'm fiercely changing my opinion as we go. And okay, I'm, well, I'm, just, one minute I'm offended by one thing, and the next minute I'm offended by another. I'm quite tired today, Dan. <laughs> I'm okay. Not, I'm not having a meltdown. We've given it up for Lent. Yes. I just wanted to clarify what on earth was. I still don't really understand what on earth that conversation was. Well, about. I don't. I don't see what you're. What you're well, missing. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying. I think it's probably a little bit rude when people go, "Oh, well, we all know which one's which, isn't it?" Like, because who, who's to say? Yeah, but it's I a, think you know we live in a very diverse world. Well, I I do agree actually, but I th- I think it's I think it's a fair assumption if we're next to each other that the clean shaven one with ginger hair wearing a tight Britney T-shirt is the gay one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Versus the guy who isn't, basically. Uh, versus the guy who's got a beard and doesn't care about how he looks. <laughs> I'm sorry, maybe you do. Well, I, might, I, I don't know if you're conveying that. <laughs> no, I don't mean it. I don't mean it. I love you. You look great. 
I take high key offence to that. You look like that. Jamie Dornan. You look like Jamie Dornan. Well, forty-five percent of our listeners think you look like Jamie Dornan. Although we did get a DM from someone that said they only pressed that you did look like him because they felt sorry for you. Well, there's no need to feel sorry because I, as I said, <laughs> for the third time, I loved I, that. It, I loved that instead. This is not Jamie Dornan part three. No, it's not. I'm not saying that I think that I do. This is an ed- the, right, edit. Edit point. We're moving on. Fine. You cannot go on about this again. Bam. I'm kind of offended by being in a situation where it, people are uh, either assuming it, I'm obviously the non-gay. Right, okay. Because it's not, it's not or, actually that obvious, is it? Or, or, the, or well, well, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't have to explain which one I am. Do you know what I mean? I don't know where to start with that. Because on one side, I agree with you that actually it's wrong. People should care either way which one is the gay or the non-gay. I totally agree. Like, we live in a, a non-binary world. We should live in a non-binary world where it doesn't matter what you are. But... At the same time, I've been getting called gay for like years because of the way I dress or the way I speak or the way I behave. And for you to get offended about being called a non-gay is a bit a bit rich, you know what I mean? Yeah, but the point isn't my point is they shouldn't make an assumption, period, about No, your point was specifically that you didn't like being Yeah, and this in this didn't in want, the, you in didn't it, think it was okay for people to assume you were the non gay, like you didn't want to be marginalised as a non-gay. <laughs> like, I'm not getting into this discussion again from circa 2015 I, when well, we started the podcast. I know, I mean, that's what's funny. This is kind of, this has gone a bit full circle to what you said when we started the podcast, which was like you didn't wear hats and you didn't want to be referred to as a non-hat wearer. So why should you be referred to as a non-gay? There's two points. One, why are they assuming that I'm the non-gay? And two, why should I have to explain which one I am? Why is it relevant? Both of those things are annoying. Because <laughs> we have a podcast, which is primarily about the fact that I'm a gay and that you're a non-gay. So yeah, it's but a, it is a fair enough question. If someone's really. got a question, they can listen to the podcast and work out which one is which, rather than asking me right, okay. on the spot. Right. I mean, actually, I, I, interesting point. I'm not sure we've ever opened our podcast and explained which one was which before. We used to have a jingle that went... I'm James and I'm gay. Oh, right, okay, fine. We've certainly let that go a little bit. The, house, the housekeeping has not yeah. really been working for a while. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Uh, just in case you've been listening for a while and you didn't know, I'm James and I'm the gay, and that's Dan and he's the non-gay. But don't call him a non-gay because he doesn't really want to be <laughs> marginalised. And actually, yes, you know, we both agree that this podcast title, uh, I mean, we've talked about this in episode one, but it, it shouldn't exist at some point. But I've learned that to be inclusive, for the world to be an inclusive, happy, peaceful place, we all need to be visible on the way to that journey. Do you agree? Yeah. yeah. Well, therefore, you have to be called a non-gay. Two unlikely friends take on the world. Okay, I'm, I actually feel happier single because I'm on prep. I know that's like an odd thing to say. Why is that? I don't know. I just feel more in control of my body. And I think just the, even just taking that pill every day... Um, makes me feel like I've got control for like, and that's not something I've ever really felt like I've had before. I definitely was. I, I, it's really shown me how much I was having sex, and that it was becoming self harm in a way. Well, that's great, and it's not because I want to have unprotected sex. I definitely don't. We've talked about that. Every time I mention prep to my housemate, he gets very angry about it because he immediately assumes that I'm just going to go around and like bear back everyone, and that is not what I'm saying I'm doing and is not something I want to do but by taking that pill I know that I'm 
taking control of my... But hang on, surely aren't you only taking it until you get the all clear? Or you, you're con- No, this is a forever thing. Really? Why? Yeah, because this is a drug that prevents you from catching it if you come into contact with it. Oh, I so see. So I'm taking this once a day until I decide that... I mean, I could just be taking it so for the rest of my life. So if you're saying you're not going to have unprotected sex, then excuse my ignorance, what's the need to do it? Because... It's an extra protection. In, in case I get really drunk and just stupidly decide to self-harm by having unprotected sex. Right. Which okay. is what I was doing. So yeah, now okay. I don't... Because I'm taking this pill, I know I can't do that. So I feel like I've got... Like I, lo- I kind of love my body a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really odd... I can't really explain it. I, I think it's kind of cool. I'm kind of chill. Even this guy I'm dating, like I don't, I don't, I'm not putting pressure on it. It's just like happening in the background. There are a lot of gay people that are just using it to go and have unprotected sex, though. Yeah, which is I think quite worrying. It's like a lot of people use the morning after pill as contraception, right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, which is like, from what I understand, <laughs> is not the best way of good doing practice. It. Yeah, right. And what's well, I, it's not for me to tell people to, what to do, is it? But like, no, it's not. I, under, I understand <laughs> that if if I if, if a doctor was here, they'd say that's a really bad idea to use that constantly. Yeah, yeah. They'd rather like you to rely on a pill it. than taking a morning after pill. Yeah. Why is that the same as taking prep? No, it's the same as people who are using that using prep as essentially as contraception. Oh, okay. No, because I think that's probably what it's designed for. Not contraception. Obviously, that word is wrong, but. I, I don't know. I wouldn't say it should empower you to go and have unprotected sex, but I think there is a problem in that some people are empowered to then have more unprotected sex because of it. Yeah. Whereas actually you should probably be, you should be aware of other risks. Yeah. And and know that that is only protecting you from one. Yeah. But for me, it's a double protection if I get stupid. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And therefore the whole thing to me is just like a weird, men- I'm in a weird, like I'm in a weirdly happy place mentally because of it. Because even though I actually haven't had sex really since taking it, I've actually only had sex once since all of this stuff. Like I, I, I don't know, even that's odd. I was having way more sex before I took it. Why is that? I don't know. Because I think I was damaging my, I think I was like harming myself. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm just like, I'm actually quite happy. I'd rather just like have a wank. I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> Why'd you laugh then? No, it doesn't. I just I, I would like I don't want to get I don't want to catch anything. I want to love my body. Yeah. I just want to do yoga <laughs> and listen to Natalie and Brulier. What's she got to do then? Well, I actually came up with a great uh, yoga class idea called Natalie and Brulier Yoga. It's a class that only plays Natalie and Brulier songs. What is it like a four minute yoga course? Did she have a song called Four Minutes? Well, no. She at a, at a push. She's got two songs. Right. But 98% of the world would say that she's got one. Right. Which is, isn't even hers. Wow. All of her song titles are related to safe sex. Torn, like a condom. Yeah, no, I get that. And big mistake. Like yeah. A baby, maybe. We got a tweet from your friend Joe the other day, Dan, to at Gain on Gay. Yeah. Uh, saying... FYI, when you said your mate and missus stopped over a few weeks back on the podcast and it would have been awkward if you'd asked for an orgy, if you were referring to me and Mill stopping, we would have been cool with a gangbang. Peace emoji. <laughs> wow. Thanks for, thanks for clearing that up, Joe. Wow. I think he's joking. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm How not, do we know? I mean, you can only be 99% sure. Truth is in comedy. But <laughs> that's very true. So I think he's up for it. Would you do it? No. Why not? Take in the fact that you've got a girlfriend out of it if you were single. It would just be weird next time I was at their house or whatever and I was, I'd was i be thinking, oh, 
I've been inside your missus. Yeah. <laughs> why Why is that weird? It's, just, it's weird, isn't yeah, it? would be like, yeah, same. Me too, mate. We did it together. Well, yeah. And you might have been inside him. I, well, Wait, are you turning Joe down? Because he's actually asked you here. Like He's, he's offered. But I, d- I don't think he wants what that. Did you, did you I don't imply? think he wants that either. I think if I think he's implying a, a tag team <laughs> rather than a... What's, what? I don't know. How do you know that? He might want a, he well, might want a bit of your finger. I mean, like I doubt he might it. Want a, he might want a little something up there. I doubt it. You don't know. There's, there is a... And you should know this, Dan. There is a uh, pleasure point. In, yes, I know. You, you tell anus. me this all the time. Well, I don't tell you, you do. all the time. That sounds really <laughs> creepy. <laughs> like, I definitely do not tell you all the time. Well, you've told me before anyway. Well, I told you to put a finger up there in the shower. Yeah. To give it a, give it a clean. Yeah. I didn't really go on into detail. No, you about... did on, on, on the, it's on, it's on record on the podcast. You did Is say it? that. Yeah. I have actually just texted him a second ago. Right. And he said. What did you say? I said, do you want to come on the podcast? Right. And he said, no, I was joking. But he suggested his mate come on. Right. Who I don't know. Okay. And his mate is apparently into this. Wow. As a concept. I think Joe... Not with me. Well, maybe with me. I don't know what he's into. I've never met the dude. Okay, so I think Joe is up for it. But he's pretending because he's like, no, I was joking. Because like now it's got real. He's like, oh, no, Dan thinks I'm being weird here. I think he was fronting. Yeah, I think he's like putting on a front. Especially if he knows other people. Like this is the circle we were talking about the other week where I was like, are you in the circle? Are you in the inner circle of like of this shit? You think he's in the circle? I think he's in the circle. And his he's mate, just, he's putting the feelers out. His mate's in the circle, like deep. He's probably got a finger in the circle, right? But <laughs> but what? So yeah, he's like trying to bring you in. But this is how they do it, isn't it? If that was true, then when I've texted him, he wouldn't have been like, "Oh, it's a joke." No, because he can t- he can tell that you're like uh, about it. If you just said, "I'm up for it." That's what you should have... T- I wish you told me you were texting him. That's what you should have texted him. You should have said, okay, next time you stay, deal. That's what you should have said, winky face. And then and then his reply, I think, would have been great. But instead of saying, I'm joking. No, but he would have just... He, we'd have just called each other's bluff. Yeah, but then it would happen. Online. No, he wouldn't. No, he would, because he'd stay over with his missus, and they'd be like, oh, we're going to go to bed now. Do you want to come? Like, it just... It would have just happen. It wouldn't. It just wouldn't get... It, no, of course it wouldn't. They're definitely never staying at yours ever again, by the way. It wasn't even them that I was talking about, by the way. Oh, my God, even more weird. We've unearthed orgy culture in your your life. No, we haven't. We have. Like, we found it. Thanks for your tweet, Joe. Anyway. Yeah. And I'm, I'm free. I'm not so prudish. Again, a non-gay's back every Wednesday. Find us on your socials at Gay Non Gay. Listen at GayNonGay.com or just search Non Gay at your fave pod app.